The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Three minutes is all they're going to give me to talk about each of these game previews. And we'll all only have three minutes. And if we go over three minutes, Billy will kill us. Anyway, Joe. I've got a, I've got a lead pipe. I'm waiting outside oh, their homes. A lead pipe. I have a person on standby ready, like a hitman, just ready to rush into their home and smack them with a lead pipe. So It was Ombre Vendor in the ballroom with the lead pipe. Damn Skippy. <laughs> What's up, possums? Welcome to our game preview segment for week four. We are excited to talk to you guys. Follow us on Twitter. Shout us out at Ombre Vendor, at Joss Hall, and myself, OP Economist. Follow us at IDP Army. We are going to talk it all up. Play underdog. Get on the Discord. Get the IDP Army cheat sheet. Get it all. We are all here for you. We put out this content for you. We want to hear from you. So without further further ado, I'm with Josh, I'm with Billy, and we're going to talk about some week four football games. What's up, guys? Check out the new Underdog show. I'm sure if you've check, you're checking out this show, you probably checked out check out the other shows on this podcast feed. But in case you don't, in case you're just here for us, you should definitely check out the Underdog uh, fantasy show, which is Jordan and Dave Kluge of Twitter sphere fame. Um, I'm sure that's going to be a good show. First way. episode starts this week. Yeah, and also the IDP Army, which I'm sure you've also listened to, but always check them out. They are good people. Um, Jordan, you know, we like him a lot. I do. Good Had a fun start to sit show on uh, Yeah, I was glad to join, honestly. That was the first time I got to make it, and uh, I was happy to be there. Um, we had a good time. It was cool. There's like a lot, like there's so many questions. Like it's kind of shocking. I thought we would be just sitting there the entire time when I first started doing it, and I- no, they kept coming in. I love that New Orleans guy. I hope he listens to our show as well because uh, that dude was just phenomenal. He really kept yes. explaining all the questions we had for him, which were exactly. a lot. Exactly. It's funny that we actually uh, had more questions for that guy than we did um, for anything fantasy football related. So, all right, let's get on to the game previews for the week. Uh, we're going to do round robin style. Uh, we've been doing it where everybody just kind of dumps their notebook out on one 
you know, 10 minute cocaine binge. Wait, so you guys, instead you guys take we're notes? Gonna, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Yeah, you're not even dumping out a notebook. They're just dumping out whatever thoughts are in their head. So this week we're going to do a little round robin where everybody's, we're going to do a game, then, you know, Joe, then Josh, we're just going to do it in a circle. So that way we kind of break up the monotony of the voices. Yeah, we noticed these. last week that you, everybody quit around minute 20 when I took over, and I get that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you hear Josh's voice, they're like, they're like ah, fuck mouth. that. He's going to talk about the Eagles. <laughs> yep. He's going to work the Eagles into any conversation. You are talking about the Eagles tonight, aren't you? Uh, I'm it not is. excited about them, and I will talk about the Eagles at some point. Don't don't worry. All right, let's start off though. Yes. Uh, let's get it going without further ado. Uh, we got the Thursday night game, which is probably obsolete by the time you're listening to this, but it should at least inspire some funny comments. Uh, the battle of the first round draft picks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has looked pretty much terrible, other than maybe a little okay at times, and Joe Burrow has looked uh, okay at times. Um, I have to imagine this is probably the worst game of the, at least debatably the worst game of this week. Fantasy wise, I'm worried about starting anyone in this game and I would hate to have to stare at, uh, I don't know this for three days, like a zero or a two or something. So Cincinnati wins probably, I don't know. It's just, just an awful game. I fortunately, like I said, you, you won't have to really, you can skip over two minutes of this. Anyway, my start is Jamar chase. And this is another apology to Jamar chase. He's looked great. At this point, I think he's a weekly starter no matter what, and especially with T. Higgins out right now. Uh, last week, he had himself a good game. So Tyler Boyd, I mean, I wouldn't be upset with starting Tyler Boyd. I just, like I said, I'm not excited about starting. If you have better options, don't, don't. This, this has a trap game written all over it. Both defenses are awful. Both offenses are okay. So it could be really bad for anyone. Uh, my sit is, can it be everyone? Just kidding. <laughs> Uh, fortunately the defenses are awful and obviously you're starting mixing J Rob chase, maybe Boyd. Um, I don't really know any Jacksonville guys chart. Like if you wanted to, I'm not about it this week. Uh, don't get cute over Chenault right now. Uh, that's not someone you should be starting. He hasn't been looking good. Still starting first Jones. Marvin Jones, yeah. yeah, sorry, my apologies. Like I said, I'm just not excited about Jesse Bates people. is out for Cincinnati, so that makes me think Marvin's gonna be able to do some things. It could be it could be okay. Just don't get cute and try to insert someone in your lineup, especially a tight end for either of these teams. Right. Um, and then my my stop is actually probably the most interesting part of this because, like I said, I don't really like this game. Uh, but my stop is starting or possibly even owning Burrow or Lance, uh, unless you're in a twelve team league or a dynasty. I don't think these guys. I think these both these guys should be on waivers and be plug and plays at this point. They've looked terrible. I get that Burrow has a lot of wide receivers, but he's going to get sacked. He's going to throw interceptions. He's not going to, neither one of them have been startable to this point. And I've seen people start both of these guys so far. I get week one. You're excited. You're like, oh yeah, here it is. Like, and if you drafted both of them, I feel so bad for you. Like those are your two quarterbacks. Um, I just, I'm not excited about these guys. If you want to keep them as your backup, I get it. I'm not personally. I think they both belong on waiver wires and I think they are in most of my leagues, but obviously this not talking about dynasty. Like if you have them in dynasty, you're keeping them probably starting them if you're in a super flex, but right. Just don't be excited about either of these guys right now. I agree. You did say Lance, by the way, I know you meant Lawrence. Oh, just, did I? I'm sorry. My just apologies. To clean that up. Just T-Law, T-Law, whatever. T-Lance, T-Law. T-Law, T-Lance. Yeah, for sure. Sense. Uh, yeah, high so, hopes for him this week. I do not start, have high hopes for Mixon, honestly. <laughs> I, Mixon. I didn't say him as my start or sit, but I don't have high hopes for him. Fair enough. Yeah, Jags trade away CJ Henderson. That should tell you exactly where they're at because 
Rebuild. CJ Henderson was a first round pick and he was actually playing pretty well and they traded him away. So that sucks. But the game's probably not going to be great. But who knows? Most of these primetime games have actually been shockingly fun to watch. But it so, could be yeah. terrible, and you could be staring at a three-pointer at on Saturday morning for three days, and then you're waiting for Sunday morning, and you're like, what do I do to fix this? Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'll go next. I'm going to start with L.A. Rams versus the Arizona Cardinals. This should this has all of the makings of a shootout. Apparently, the Rams games this season are all just going to be shootouts because they their offense is very quick, very high flying, and Arizona's is kind of the same. So my start for this game is actually everybody except for the Arizona running backs. I think that there isn't a player that you should feel uncomfortable starting in this game because to win the game, one of the two teams they're going to have to throw the ball. Um, I'd be a little bit more weary about Arizona, maybe just because there's a lot of mouths to feed there. Um, and we're not sure if DeAndre Hopkins is exactly healthy. Um, not sure about that because he was mostly a decoy in this last game. So I would still start AJ Green, still start DeAndre Hopkins. If you have them, Kyler Murray, you got to fire him up. Um, don't start either of these defenses because like I said, to win this game, I think you're going to have to score like 35 to 40 points. So. Um, I sit, I already mentioned Arizona running backs. I don't trust Connor and Edmonds. Eventually one of our wrongs for the season is going to be Edmonds. Um, I just don't know when we're going to get to the point where we think that he's not going to be able to do it. But right now, don't start an Arizona running back. They're just not very, uh, you know, there's not a lot of juice there. Um, Stop. My stop is stop doubting Cooper Cup. Every week, everybody thinks Cooper Cups. That's going to be the end of the road for Cooper. Like, he can't keep doing this, right? Like, he can't keep being wide receiver one. Matt Stafford loves the guy. So, what can you do about that? Robert Woods has been not a bust so far, but not exactly what you were hoping from Robert Woods. Um, but Cooper Cup has done exactly what you drafted him just to be a wide receiver, too, and it ended up being your best wide receiver on your team. So, stop doubting Cooper Cup. He's here to stay. It looks like he's going to be fine throughout the season. And as long as that connection keeps up, there's no reason to think that they're, you know, don't get cute. That's all I'm saying. I, I have to disagree with your Chase Edmonds play. He has actually looked phenomenal. I mean, he's exactly what we expected him to be. I mean, he's getting How many touchdowns. Does he have? I get he has no touchdowns, but in PPR leagues, how are you not starting him? I mean, yeah. It, I'm t- just saying, going against the Rams, carries, Rams defense it. is not the it. week I would want to start. He Chase got Edmund. he had 26 yards rushing against Jacksonville, still put up 13 points because he had seven receptions of 49. I think it, this is the first game Arizona actually faces adversity and uses Chase Edmonds to his full potential. I'm starting Chase Edmonds everywhere. I want to trade for him right now. He's been very consistent. 14, I, I 11, 13. I'm but, just I'm all about Chase Edmonds. But when Aaron Donald's no picking, you know, picking his teeth with one of Chase Edmonds' legs on Sunday, I think you're going to be like, man, maybe this wasn't the week to play him. That's some graphic I, imagery, man. I have to say that having four, five, seven receptions and games that were pretty much already won, the fact that they were not be- one against Jacksonville, that was a comeback game. Okay, well, exactly. So seven catches for 49 yards. That right there is startable. Fuck the run game. He's. He's and he's getting fire him up. I'm saying if you have a better option, I would go with it this week. But you probably don't because he's probably your third running back. So I'm just saying. Sorry, I like Chase Evans, obviously. 
Obviously. All right, Joe. All right. So my first game, I'm going to rival Josh for the uh, crappiest game of the week. Um, NFC North ugliness is in full swing in Soldier Field in Chicago when Detroit and Chicago meet up Sunday afternoon. Um, the over-under on this game is 45. I am slamming the under on this. I could see this being like a 10 to 13 <laughs> game. Yeah. I, so there's 76% chance of rain in Chicago for this game. Ooh. I don't think it's going to be good. I, Jared Goff, I think he's going to have a little trouble. He's going to have no trouble at all getting the ball to the running back through the air. The Bears are going to stop the run decently because we have all year. And this is a game I think Justin Fields and the Lions settled down a little bit. You know, they still have to learn how each other plays. But I think it's going to be a cleaner game for Justin Fields. But he still holds on to the ball too long. I think David Montgomery is really the only uh, Chicago player I feel comfortable starting. I think he's going to carry the load. I'm not starting any wide receivers in this game at all. Um, if, if you have to start A-Rob, I can't fault you for that. I think he might have a bounce back game this week. But, you know, Detroit's defensive backfield is is injured. Very, very injured. So, Allen Robinson should do okay, but I'm trying to avoid wide receivers as much as possible. So, my start for the week, I got Monty, Swift, and Hawkinson. That's it. You can make the argument for Jamal Williams. You can start him. That's perfectly fine. We're sitting everybody else in this game, and we are going to stop blaming Justin Fields for Matt Nagy being a jackass. So <laughs> in this game, I have a Detroit win. 70% of 78% of the money is on Detroit to win as well. So I just think it's going to be really ugly. There are better games to watch. Um, What's the over under on that game? Do you have that? 45. No, no over under on like who wins like points. Oh, it's bears by three bears by three. I would honestly take that because no offense to the bears, but like that's, I mean, I'm not betting my house again. I don't, I don't like condoning betting on uh, houses or anything. Uh, but honestly, I think this is a get right game by Monty. I think Nagy realizes, especially because Fields is probably starting. Uh, I think Nagy realizes, hey, let's like try to get the run game going. I think he figures it out before Sirianni does. I'm excited about Monty this game. I am sitting Allen Robinson. And if you were an Allen Robinson owner, you were sitting him. I know you're thinking, oh, shit, this will be the game. That's what we thought last week. And it wasn't. It, it's probably not going to be for a while. He might go off, but I think you'd rather have that than, and you probably got a better option because there's a lot of wide receivers out there. I know I have sat Debo, Debo for him every week so far, and Debo has consistently outscored him, and I'm done with Allen Robinson for the time being until they figure out their quarterback situation. Allen Robinson is a massive buy low right now. So. Yeah, really That is, is. true. Yeah. Once any Allen Robinson owner is mad right now. Once they figure out that Fields needs to be targeting him and him alone, I think that's when it turns around. Once but, Justin Fields starts showing off his arm talent, I think it's it's game over for that. Once I think he, it's honestly, exactly. and this might be the game he gets comfortable. Uh, Trey Flowers was out last week, um, and I'm not sure what his status is right now. Aquara is not like – there's no like pass rusher that you're like, oh, shit, it's Miles Garrett. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, Cleveland has a few of them. It's not just like one guy. Um, so honestly, I think this could be his get right game. And I think this could be all of Chicago's get right game, but I'm not getting excited about it. And I'm not betting my fantasy no. season on it because if you had, it's going to be 13, 10 Detroit, I'm telling you, it's going to be muddy and rainy and nasty and shitty and everything. But I do like Jamal Williams in this game. I'm starting him yeah. everywhere. Yeah. All right. Josh. Flex. Um, what is my next game? Um, what's the, uh, what's the Monday night game again? Oh, that's, Raiders, that's, Chargers. that's right. The best game of the week, in my opinion. 
I, I everybody has this New England and Tampa Bay game on a pedestal right now as it's America probably going to be America's game of the week or some bullshit. Well, no, it's the Sunday night football game. It's I get it, and it's Brady's revenge game. Blah, America's blah, game blah. of the week is Arizona uh, versus LA. Good, it should be. But anyway, uh, the game is most likely going to be just Brady kicking the absolute shit out of his old team, and I think that's cool and everything. But I think this is the game that promises fireworks and basically people winning their weeks. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of talent in this. Obviously, you got Waller. Obviously, you got Josh. Is Josh Jacobs even ever going to play again? I don't know. I'm not 100% we'll sure. But there is some talent here. Uh, my start of the week actually comes from one of the not of the flashiest of names, but uh, Hunter Renfro has kind of been Carr's right-hand man. Henry Ruggs is kind of that boomer bust kind of play. Uh, Brian Edwards hasn't done it, even though every Raiders fan I've ever known has said Brian Edwards is going to be the next thing. He's been okay. I'm not. There's nothing against him, but... Uh, I think uh, Renfro has been kind of sneakily consistent, and I just think there's going to be games where he, this is going to be that kind of game where they he keeps them in that. So uh, nine, seven, and six targets the last three games, and he's done everything with those targets. So if you had a Shepard or AB, this is the fill-in in my opinion. Um, I didn't touch on that earlier, but my sit is Kenyon Drake. I think this kind of goes along with that Chase Edmonds, but I don't think he's as good as Chase Edmonds. Um, I, I feel like, the Chargers can stop the run, so maybe he'll have that chance, but I just haven't seen it yet, and they really showed that Peyton Barber was the replacement for Josh Jacobs, so it wasn't like a, oh, hey, Kenny Drake will get a little bit more carries. So I think you're still going to get 10 out of him. I just, I'm not excited about it. Um, he could break a big one. I just want to see it first. Um, and my stop is stop saying Josh Jacobs is an elite running back. I understand that he's been injured the last two games and yeah. there's a reason they brought Drake in in the first place. This is just the first time I've had a chance to talk about the Raiders. Okay. <laughs> it's Honestly, just an odd I time. I like it though. I, I get it. I, I just, <laughs> you can't expect two touchdowns a game from him each week. And that's what he did in week one. He had 30 rushing yards and one catch and he had two touchdowns. He is a very touchdown dependent running back. There's nothing against the guy. He's just not what he was when he was in college. And I just, I don't know. Don't expect those 30 pointers from him. I think your 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 cap is two touchdowns and 80 yards, which is about 24 points, depending on how you play. So I just with that being said, if he's off the injury report, I'm still starting him. You have to. I mean, he's your running back two or three or whatever you got got him at. So I'm just saying don't expect him to be McCaffrey or Saquon or whatever, because that's what the reports were at first. And that's just not it. He's that wide receiver running back two, and he's he's a good running back too but he's just not going to get 200 yards. Like he's not going to do what Derrick Henry did. I agree. Yeah. Um, should be a fun game. I think, uh, I think Herbert's not hurt, so that's good. Yeah. Does and obviously Williams get cut this game. <laughs> obviously you're starting like all the, the stars Eckler. I just, I didn't touch on that because I didn't think I needed, needed to. I mean, right, maybe I, even Jared cook. If you want to know some people were worried about Herbert possibly. Being, I like cook hurt, daily. His, his hand, his fine. hand injury. I saw the play. It didn't look that bad, but I get it. Yeah, um, it's fun. But if, if he's still like highly questionable on Sunday and you have a better replacement, feel free. But I'm just saying, I think, I think Herbert's the dude here. Like there's a reason yeah. I drafted him early. So no, it'll be a fun game. I can't wait to watch good AFC West matchup. All right. Move on to my next game, or the next game on my list is Houston Buffalo. So Buffalo is going to beat 
the tar out of Houston. I, I don't I don't think it's going to be particularly close. Um, Houston Davis Mills, I'm so sorry. You you don't deserve this. You you got drafted in the third round thinking you were going to you have a cushy little backup job behind Deshaun Watson and Tyrod Taylor, and now you're being thrust into the spotlight, and you are not ready for it. And Buffalo's defense is not messing around anymore. They The first week, we were like, what the hell are the Steelers beating them? Like, this is weird. But, like, now Buffalo looks like they're locked in. Uh, Josh Allen's locked in. And I think Buffalo is going to win this one easy. My start for this game is actually Zach Moss. He looks – he looks like the, the touchdown back there. I, so I think that you can be comfortable starting him this week. Um, I don't know, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe Singletary runs the entire game over and that might going to look like really stupid on Sunday. But I think Zach Moss has finally like gotten that little oomph to maybe give him a little bit more work in that offense. Uh, my sit is everyone from Houston. Davis Mills, I, and I'm talking about even – Brandon Cooks, who's been really solid this season. He's got 100 yards in each game so far. The problem is, who else are those backs going to cover for Buffalo? Because they're not scared of anyone else on that team. Um, And if you have Tredavious White on Cooks for the entire game, I'm not sure Davis Mills is going to be able to get a ball to him. So I wouldn't start anybody on Houston. You have to be real desperate this week if you're going to fire anybody up. Like I said, I feel bad. Houston doesn't deserve this, but here we are. And then I'm I'm just going to say my stop is just Houston in general until Tyrod Taylor comes back. Um, there'll be good weeks. There'll be good junk time plays for Cooks. Uh, the running backs will probably – one of them will do good. How you're going to figure that out, I have no clue. But until Taylor comes back, I, I don't really think you can trust anyone on Houston um, other than probably Cooks. But even him, in game-specific like Buffalo, I don't think he's going to be effective. I completely agree. I was actually about to say, Just I get, bad. I get the logic. If you have Brandon Cooks and he scored a hundred yards each game, I can see why you'd want to start him. I, I know Brandon Cooks, and I know Davis Mills is not that good, and Buffalo is going to just destroy that team. I do like Zach Moss though, and I'm, I, I, I'm excited to see him get a role because it was weird that week one he was just not starting or not yeah, even i was gonna touch on that too he's 5300 on DraftKings. i'm sure FanDuel. he's about the same it's a pretty good value for a guy i think you have two touchdowns you know 80 yeah. 90 yards yeah and I, I think that he could do something like that in this game i think buffalo is going to be up big and i think they're not going to be passing as much i think last week they were out to prove a point that buffalo's back this week i think they're going to play a little bit more conservatively and just run the ball and i think zach moss will be the one to actually get those balls in the end zone as opposed to Devin Singletary, mainly between the 20s. I think Zach Moss is the guy to go with this week. And, again, sorry, Houston. There's a reason they drafted Zach Moss is basically what Billy's saying here. Like, it wasn't a – like, they weren't confident in Singletary. And, yes, he looked good week one, and I get it and whatever, but Zach Moss looked good in week three. So what what are you going to make of this? It's a a headache, but if you own either one of them, I I think you're happy about it. Like, you can do something with it at some point, but – Zach Moss game. Make sure nobody gave up on either of them. Check your waiver wires. Make no. sure. I, I hope not. But if they did, grab them. Snag them. Zach Moss, I doubt it. Singletary, maybe somebody's out there like, eh. But I, he's probably riding a bench somewhere. But that's all I got for that game. Again, sorry, Houston. Sorry, Houston. So, man, oh, man. Guys, are you ready? Oh, here we go. 
the battle of the mythical titans here. We got Belichick and Brady in Foxborough for the first time since they're falling out. Man, the over-under on this game is 50 and a half, and I think Brady could score all 50 and a half of those. (laughs) It's crazy. So there's a book coming out that I just read, I found out about today. And uh, apparently in this book, Belichick would not even have a face-to-face meeting with Tom Brady while he was leaving the building for the Patriots. Um, This man proved the Brady-Belichick dynamic, that Brady was the one that took him there by winning the Super Bowl, and now he's got unfinished business in this game. So he's going to come into Foxborough. Tampa Bay is going to stop the ever-living hell out of New England this game. I mean, no one on that defense even knows how to guard Tom Brady. They're all new. I mean, I guess <laughs> Gilmore is still there. I was about to say Gilmore yeah. won't be back. So, yeah. yeah. No, they, even if they try to guard him, they couldn't. Mac Jones isn't going to be able to get anything going against this defense because the momentum – from the crowd switching and supporting Brady in the middle of this whole game. <laughs> I'm seeing it right now. They're going to bail on the Patriots. Everyone's going to be chanting Brady. It's going to be a nightmare for new England. So Tampa Bay, Bay just seriously obliterates them. Um, we are going to start Gronk. I, it's as much as a Brady revenge game. It's a Gronk revenge game. I don't think the the bad blood's there as much, but he's going to go to his boy for sure. We are sitting Damian Harris. He's going to get eaten alive out there. And we are going to stop using both Janu and Henry. Pick one. Yeah, pick one. Use like the, the Power Power Rangers, man, when they would just morph into that giant thing that would kick everything's <laughs> ass. That's what they need to do with those two. Unfortunately, science hasn't gotten that far yet. So Same. we're just we're not going to trust any of them for fantasy purposes. It's going to be a good game, though. I'm so excited. It's going to be fun because Brady's going to set the record uh, for, I think, it's all-time passing yards in that game. And also, uh, he will beat his 32nd team, which will be cool. But like like I said, I don't know. I get why this game is being hyped up. It's just I'm not as excited as everyone else. The, I'm game, watch it. the game itself won't be fun, I don't think, because Mac Jones narrative, is, though. is going to be like crying on the sideline and curled up. <laughs> and I get that. It's just – I. The, the the everything that's happening around it will be fun. It'll be yeah, fun to see Tom yeah. Brady yucking it up on the sideline while Bill Belichick's stone face, like, why does my team suck? Why am I terrible GM? So before I get into my next game, I want to comment and bring up the Eagles a little bit here. Um, <laughs> because the news came out today about Malcolm Butler being sat in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, and it was uh, old dude's fault. The What's his name? Matt Patricia? Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Patricia and him got into like a, a verbal dispute and that's why Malcolm Butler got sat. And honestly, I have to thank him, Matt Patricia for potentially basically giving the Eagles a Super Bowl because without him on the field, like I didn't really think about it at the time. Cause you know, I was, I was drinking uh, and I was watching my team win potentially win a Super Bowl, which they did, but it was basically because of Matt Patricia and sitting Malcolm Butler and getting I mean, Malcolm Butler's temper. Probably that entire play. defense was horrible. So I'm not really sure how But they Miles had Malcolm two Butler great cornerbacks, which was like the two good things they had on their defense. So you take one of them out and we're like, okay, well, thank you. Uh, anyway, on to the next game. I'm done talking about the Eagles for now. Um, the next game is the Philadelphia. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Washington versus Atlanta. Oh. Um, I'm actually really excited about this game. Really? <laughs> okay. For fantasy. I'm not excited <laughs> about this game. It's going to be ugly. Uh, Washington's defense has been terrible. It just got torched by Josh Allen. Obviously, like you said, he's got something to prove. 
but Atlanta's defense is awful too. So it's really going to be great for fantasy. I think you're pretty much firing up everyone right now. Uh, I think this is Ridley's big week. I think that this is the time where he goes off and it's, it's the game. Um, but Washington wins obviously like a lot. And I just, you know, I think Atlanta, this is like the time where they actually unleash some fantasy points out there. Um, and also basically I'll get to that. Anyway, my start is everyone on Washington, McLaurin, Gibson. I'd stream Heineke right now in daily or in, hmm. in, in a shitty situation. So you got Joe Burrow or something. I, I just, I think this is the game. Just shoot out, shoot out, shoot out. Obviously this could be a trap game. Don't get too excited. Um, I'm not super excited about starting Heineke. Don't like quote me on that. Uh, my sit is Mike Davis. Oh, also if Curtis Samuel comes back, I'm down with starting him. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this Washington offense against Atlanta defense. It's going to be great. Uh, my sit's Mike Davis. Uh, I get that he's been a little bit more involved in the passing game, but your 10 points there that he's putting up are not winning you any fantasy games. So Washington, I feel like Washington is just going to make Matt Ryan throw the ball. He hasn't done it well. I think that's their play. They have the run defense anyway. Like might as well just beef that up. Don't let Mike Davis or Cordell Patterson catch out of the backfield. So I think they're going to make him throw to the wide receivers. I think that's going to be Ridley. I think that's going to be maybe Zacchaeus or whatever. Uh, maybe Kyle Pitts even. I think this could be his game. And then speaking of Kyle Pitts, stop backing your Kyle Pitts draft. I've seen it on Twitter. I, 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 I Billy, I, I appreciate you for introducing me to Twitter. Not that I didn't know what it was, but really getting me on there. Uh, it makes me sound like an old man. Anyway, I just you weren't smart drafting him then, and you're not start smart next week if he finally has a good game. Like, you fucked up. Like, just admit it. Like, Pitt's truthers are seriously like, no, third round. It's, it's where he's going. He's the best. I got him before George Kittle, and I'm I'm right. You're not. You, you bought the hype. You're wrong. Move along. It may be the organization, organization's fault. It may be the tight end's fault. You know that he's a rookie tight end. But, like, with three games, one 10-pointer, not good. You could have had DeAndre Swift there, a lot of other people there. Could have had a running back. You could have grabbed fucking Cooper Cup there. I, I obviously you wouldn't have, but you wouldn't have known. But I'm, I'm just saying, there's there's many players that you could have built the team around there. Running backs, wide receivers, you could have drafted Mahomes. Like I, I I'm just saying, you weren't right. You're not going to be right, even if he has a good game right now. Which you will, and he probably will. Playing yeah. is tanking, so I'm not even not in my mind anymore. Yeah. Okay. I don't even have anything to add because, yeah, that game's going to be gross. But I think I will, it's great for fantasy, though. I'm going to get to the actual worst game on the Sunday slate, and that's going to be Tennessee versus the Jets. This <laughs> game is going to suck. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Derrick Henry, owners out there, just you are so lucky that this game <laughs> is on the schedule at this time because A.J. Brown and Julio might not play. So who else are they going to go to? Henry and Westbrook Ikeen, which brings me to my start. Start West, uh, Nick Westbrook Ikeen. I think he's going to be great. Marcus May is out three to four weeks. That was the only thing standing in his way from having a good day. And I think that's your start. I think he he will act this. If you're going to start him one week where you could play him confidently, this would be it. I think he'll probably be good in DraftKings lineups as well. Uh, my sit for this week is I was just going to say the Jets running backs, just all the Jets. Just I know Tennessee's defense sucks. No, I'm not. No, no, don't start. Just stop with the Jets, which is my stop. 
stop waiting on the Jets to be competent. They're not going to be competent. This is a bad football team, and they're going to be drafting either one or two. They might lucky luck into winning one game. Not sure who that's coming against unless they play Jacksonville. But they do I, play the Eagles. Yeah, <laughs> this will be a good get right game for the Eagles because these Jets are terrible. Like eight weeks. There's not the problem with the Jets. There's not one good player on the roster. You thought it was going to be Corey Davis. The man can't run a route. Like, what happened to this guy? Like, it's, he I, there's a he's running there's incorrect a routes. Effect, and I want to call I want to call this out because there's Le'Veon Bell who went there after sitting out a year. Should have been fresh. Looks yes. just awful. Corey Davis comes off the hottest year he's ever had. Look, I mean, to be fair, that might have just been a flash in the pan, but looks awful. Everyone that goes to the Jets, Jameson Crowder was never good, but he hasn't looked good there. And there's right. been so many players that go there that are just they just it's terrible. I hate exactly. it for them. We call it jet lag. Sure. We can call that jet lag. Sure. 100%. Because, Let's call it that. Because Sam Darnold looks like a goddamn genius right now. Yes. And Robbie Anderson's looked good off of the Jets. Not so far this year, but that's beside. Uh, Robbie point. Anderson was one of the one people who actually did okay on the Jets. Yeah, he did. And the thing is, is if Corey Davis ran the correct routes, he would also be killing it on the Jets. But now, not only is he missing stats by running the incorrect routes and making his quarterback throw touchdowns, there's nobody else on the roster to even take your attention away. They won't put Denzel Mims in. Like, by the way, since they're probably they're going to be out, Elijah Moore, they're only going to have four wide receivers healthy, one of them being like Braxton Berrios. They might not even use Denzel Mims. They might sign someone off the street rather than use Denzel Mims. Why do they hate Denzel Mims so much? I have no clue. I have, I, I don't know. Jets I mean, are he hasn't looked good, but like, why not give him a chance? He's on your fucking roster. It's it's sad. Sad state of affairs in New York. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know how y'all are fans of that team. But right, Tennessee, Zach Wilson's career, by the way, until he gets yeah. off that team. Yeah, he he's not looked. He's not a terrible quarterback. He looks like a terrible quarterback, but he's not. It's a the Jets. It's Sam, look at Sam Darnold right now. He's on Carolina, whose team isn't that great. I mean, it's yeah, good. That's true. But like they're not that great. I mean, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are good wide receivers, and McCaffrey's McCaffrey. But right. So Tennessee should win this easily. If you have a survivor pool, Tennessee's probably going to be your play. Derrick Henry is going to just be bullying these children Murder. because they are children, by the way, because of how young they are. Yeah. Um, and they're just going to be bullying them. You and think this is the next Derrick Henry stiff arm video that comes out? Probably. Yeah. I mean, you if saw what you he did to Darius Leonard. I've taken a stiff arm from Derrick Henry. You may be entitled to compensation. Dar- Darius Leonard tried to punch him in the face. Did you see that video? I didn't. Literally actually. one of his strats was to punch Derrick Henry in the face, and that didn't even work. So <laughs> Smart move. I would have, it was I would smart. Have so Tennessee easy. You know the players to play. Tennessee all day. Westbrook, I keen's your guy. Absolutely. All right, Yosef. All right. So we're going to go to San Francisco or Santa Clara because it's 45 minutes away from San Francisco. But we're going to get some much juicier uh, fantasy points in a divisional game this week. Um, I expect everyone to show up in this game. The only person I'm tempering expectations for a little bit is Carson. I don't think uh, he's going to have as much success against San Francisco as people might think. Uh, It's a get right game for George Kittle. Both defenses are a base cover three. Both QBs excel against cover three because that's what they practice against. This is going to be a high-scoring game for me. Uh, Over-unders at 52. I could definitely see this going over. It is a divisional game, and those are usually a little bit lower scoring, but I think we'll be okay. Uh, I'm going to stack this game very hard for DFS purposes. Um, You could do a Russell Wilson, 
DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel. You could do a Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, whatever you want to do to get it up, I think it's going to be very high scoring and lucrative for you. Um, I think this San Francisco wins this one after that heartbreaker against Green Bay last last week. But um, I'm really I'm starting everyone. Um, obviously, the 49ers running back situation needs to get figured out a little bit. But if Elijah Mitchell's back this week. It's probably going to be him and Sermon splitting, but I would feel comfortable starting either one in this one. Probably is a flex, nothing more. Um, sitting, nobody. And uh, stop expecting a consistent third wide receiver from this team. We tried the Trent Sherfield thing. We tried the uh, Eskridge, the uh, Freddie Swain, all that. It's it's not going to happen. It's, it's literally the two on each team. That's fair. Yep. I agree. That's That's what it looks like. Yeah, I do agree. This might be the best game. I didn't have this one on slate, but I, I, I think obviously primetime Vegas and, you know, division game with the Chargers. But yeah, no, this will be a pretty great division game. Um, is this at 12 or three? I don't know, man. Seattle hasn't looked great. Is this a they three game? Fantasy. I, I don't know, man. Probably I, three. I Probably assume three. it's at three o'clock because of the West Coast teams, but yeah, that's why I think it is. 305. Yeah, that tracks. I will actually okay. So I usually nap, play Call of Duty, or do housework around three o'clock because like I can't watch football all day sometimes. Um, wow! And I'm not gonna what lie a, to you. What a revelation! I'm not gonna lie to you. I am watching this game. I don't know yeah. how. And the beers at twelve o'clock might hurt a little bit, but I'm proud Oof. of you. You're gonna watch a whole day of football. I'm I do it all the time, man. I just you know <laughs> sometimes have adult shit to do, man. Nah, anyway, nah. On to. Uh, on to Kansas City's game of the week. Uh, Kansas City versus Philadelphia. Welcome to the fucking shit show. Uh, <laughs> good news for all the people who are worried about the Chiefs. And, you know, this this is the confidence boost you'll need. Don't worry. It, it happened at the perfect time. Um, your start are Kansas City stars, obviously. Like, you're obviously starting all four of them. Even Edwards Alaire, we can't stop the run. And he's not a good running back, but he still will get 100 yards somehow on us. Uh, but also Hurts. Once again, even after a terrible game, Hurts still gets 20 points. He's played at his floor the last two weeks, and if he hits his ceiling, you win your game, basically. So you can't... The fact that you've gotten 20 points out of him these last two games is a godsend. And it wasn't even because of his legs this last game. It was because he was just down and kept throwing the ball for no reason. Um, I just feel like if you if, if you hit that if he hits the 30 40 point game which it's due and it's gonna happen and if it could happen it could happen against this game um I just I just feel like this was the one thing I was right about about the Eagles was hurts is the dude which honestly probably the happiest I am about these because I'm tired of the Deshaun Watson rumors and all that but um, I still do want to believe in Devonte but maybe let's just let him have a get right game that hurts eye roll at him for falling down and him throwing a pick six even though he had fell down before he threw the ball. I'm a little worried about that chemistry, so just relax. Um, my sit is Miles Sanders. If you have the option, you you sit him. Like if you have something behind him, if you can't, you can't. I get it. I'm starting him. Unfortunately, I just don't understand how he got two fucking carries. I'm done talking about that. I don't trust Sirianni figuring this out anytime soon, especially this week against a team that he's going to be down against. So he better throw the ball the entire game. Uh, so he's not going to use his full offense. Sanders will get about 12 carries, which he'll do okay with, but you're getting eight points out of him unless he gets a touchdown, my opinion. Um, my stop is stop worrying about the Chiefs. Uh, I've heard this from entirely too many people on Sunday and in between and on Twitter, like people saying, oh, what's going on with the Chiefs? Or the Chiefs just not that good anymore? They are, and they will most likely be in the Super Bowl again. They started off with three playoff teams. 
Herbert's a G, Herbert's a fucking G. Lamar just tore up the defense. The defense is bad. The Chiefs' offense is the best. Stop worrying about it. This will be their prove it game to be like, oh yeah, Mahomes is still good. Uh, Tyreek Hill is still good. The only hope the Eagles have in winning this game is if we can figure out how to stop Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and no team can do that. So, once again, stop worrying about the Chiefs. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think Kansas City is going to make the Super Bowl this year, but you don't think Miles Sanders is going to do anything? Because you're this a game? Browns fan. No, I'm just telling you if you have the option and say you drafted Sanders and Montgomery as your third running back yeah. or your second running back and you have three wide receivers, put Montgomery in over Miles Sanders. Oh, I agree with that completely. I do like how the Chiefs have given up seven rushing touchdowns this year. Um, I think you'll be in catch-up mode. So Gainwell, Sanders, both sneaky draft. And then plays. they use Gainwell as well. I just, yeah. I, I feel like this should be the get-right game for Miles Sanders and show that we want to run the ball and try to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hand. But we won't. We just haven't. Yeah. I mean, he's gotten his most is uh, 14 carries in Atlanta, and we did great. Or 16 carries, I don't remember. It, it wasn't 20, but it was okay. And we got two last week. So, I I mean, same concept. We're going to be losing this game probably the majority of the time. So, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Moving on to my next game. We got the New York Giants versus the New Orleans Saints. Um, not a lot of buzz about this game because I don't think anybody really knows what's going on with either team. Uh, Jameis Winston, he wins when he throws less than 200 yards and he throws like three touchdowns. Not really sure what to do with that yet. Um, my start for this game is actually going to be Barkley. I think Barkley's back. Yeah. Not necessarily all the way there, but I would say like 80% of the way there. Um, we, I think we were all surprised on Sunday when we were like, wow, was that Barkley? It was a, you catch a little ball out of the backfield and run it about 40 yards. So it was positive to see. I think Barkley's finally back to being good and startable in the lineup um, after kind of a slow start. Uh, my sit for this game is Galladay. So this could either go one of two ways. Um, either it's squeaky wheel gets the grease, and that's a good thing for Galladay, and they're going to throw. Or Daniel Jones and the Giants still will continue to not understand that Galladay's on the team. One of the two yeah. things are going to happen. I'm not sure which one it's going to be. So far, it's been Galladay not being a part of the team, but we'll see. Everybody's hurt on the Giants. So Galladay should be the one option to throw to for Daniel Jones, but it does not ever seem to go that way. I don't know why. Don't know what happened last week against Atlanta. was weird. Weird game to watch. And then my stop is Jameis Winston. You're not starting Jameis Winston. You're just not. And it's because he's touchdown dependent, a weird touchdown dependent quarterback because he doesn't throw the ball enough. All right? he, he will throw for like 130 yards and six touchdowns. And I don't know how you could trust that. How can you put that in your lineup thinking that could actually happen every week? It's very it's the bizarre. rushing yards. It's the rushing yards that's keeping him relevant. If it weren't for the rushing yards. For Jameis Winston, rushing oh, yards. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Daniel Jones. No, Daniel Jones, I think you can still play him. I hate them game. both. New Orleans defense is pretty good, but I think Daniel Jones, I don't know what I don't know how he keeps running the way no, that he's running. I'm sorry. But, I completely agree with you. I I, I was no listening. I don't know how you can trust Winston because he's gonna throw he's not gonna throw for that many yards. So how can you how can you? I don't know. New Orleans is going to win this game, I think, and the Giants are going to continue to suck. But it's, yes, I want to apologize for interrupting. I wasn't listening because I was trying to defend a point that you had already made that I disagreed with. But I do agree. Jamie Swinson sucks. I think people got excited after week one. Yes. Kenny Galladay. This is the week like this is like this is what you drafted him for. Like you didn't draft him as your wide receiver Did you? one. Hopefully. <laughs> 
And you didn't draft him as a wide receiver too. He was slipping in drafts. This is where you got him at. This is the this is what you got him for. 10-6-10. I mean, that's not bad. It's not great. He could he's dropped a few balls. This is one of my starts of the week. I've been making a lot of these apparently, but I love Kenny Galladay in this matchup. There is no way Saquon gets to just run the ball freely against the Saints. You know they're going to shut that down. They they know that they have no wide receivers. So Kenny Galladay is going to be out there. He's going to be going against Lattimore. It's going to be tough. He's going to have a he's going to have a bad time, but he's going to get 12 targets and like eight catches for like 80 yards. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a huge game for him, but if he catches that touchdown, I think that's the break that he needs. I, I think you could probably trust Colin Johnson more than you can trust Galladay right now. So he's been getting the targets. He is questionable right now. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm I'm sure I'm sure he's playing because I know the other two aren't basically. Don't trust. I can him. see that being a big Slayton game. Slayton's injured. Slayton's oh, probably he? not playing. Yeah, Slayton and Shepard are probably not playing. Yes, Gallad- but that does not mean Galladay is going to get those targets. Like last week, Colin Johnson got the targets in place. Galladay, and Galladay limited, spelled him. But- Galladay was limited, and the other two were out. And yes, I agree. Galladay hasn't looked great, but I think this is the game, the get right game for Galladay. This is what he was on Detroit. Was he was the one wide receiver in case Marvin Jones wanted to show up? We'll see. I doubt it, but we'll see. One of two ways. Squeaky wheel gets to grease, or they're going to forget he's on the team. One of those two things are going to happen. I'm excited about Galladay. All right, Joe. All right, we're going to fly on over to Green Bay and go to Lambeau. We have Pittsburgh and Green Bay playing each other. Now, this game does have a slight rain chance. There's 50% chance of rain, and wind is projected to be 15 miles an hour, so that could become an issue. But Pittsburgh gets the benefit of Green Bay missing Zedarius Smith. They still have plenty of playmakers on this defense, and Pittsburgh's line is hot garbage. So Big Ben's going to be throwing the ball a lot. I think Deontay Johnson, and if he's active, and Najee are going to get everything. Uh, so I expect a big game for both of them. Uh, Pittsburgh defense is not as dominant as it used to be, so we're using our usual culprits in Green Bay. It's going to be a big Green Day. Or Green Bay day. A green, it's a good Green Day. Green Day. Oh, man, a Green Day song would be nice right now. But – A big Green Bay day. So we are going to start everybody in this game, except for my one sit, which is Chase Claypool. And I got two stops for this one. We're going to stop Mike Tomlin. You have to stop not picking up the phone and calling Cam Newton. You need to get Cam Newton on that team somehow, because I don't think Ben's got much left in him. And two, can has Devontae Adams' head stopped spinning? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he said he, he, said he was healthy that. enough to go back in the game. Shit, dude, he was out for two <laughs> minutes, man. I don't know how the hell that concussion protocol worked. Of course, yeah. it set him up for the game-winning field goal. Exactly. So, one of the best Aaron Rodgers plays I've ever seen in my life. So, can't get too upset. That was with a that. questionable concussion call for sure. Yes. Anyway, well, Green Bay wins, and Wait, it's going to be a good game. I just want to clarify something here. You said start everyone. Are you going to start Marquez Valdez Scantling? Honestly, against this defense, I in DFS he might not be the worst play. He could catch a big one against this. I really, honestly, they him and uh, other terrible Lazard, Lazard, whatever, yeah, both caught some deep passes from him. Devonte Adams is more the sure-handed every other play kind of guy, and then. The breakaway Lazard or Marquez Vandez. So yeah. No, after last week, dude, Aaron Rodgers is on a mission. He's he's got fire in his belly. So I wouldn't I don't expect them to take the the foot off the throttle this entire game. So I think it's just gonna be point after point after point. Nice. Okay. 
Josh. Oh, all right. Well, I haven't talked about the Eagles in a while, so let's bring them up again. The Eagles' next upcoming schedule, and I'm talking about this because it relates to the next game. It's, it's not the Eagles. I already talked about them. They play the Chiefs next week, which I just talked about. They play the Panthers, the 3-0 and Panthers at the moment, um, the week after. Without McCaffrey, most likely, so maybe a little bit better. And then they play Mr. Tom Brady himself at the Buccaneers. Uh, and on Sunday night again, apparently, or maybe Monday night, it looks like Sunday. Um, and then the Raiders, which are three and zero as well. Mm-hmm. So Currently. yeah, we got a, we got a tough four. Then we play the Lions. So that's good. But anyway, um, as of right now, the Eagles own, if the season ended today, because COVID night 22 came out, um, the Eagles would have three top 10 draft picks because they own the two draft first round draft picks of these two teams, Mr. Indianapolis and Mrs. Miami. I don't know. Um, and it's just a shame that these two teams have to play already. Um, I mean, they both, you know, held up their chance for that low pick for the Eagles. And I'm pretty excited about that right now because the way uh, the rest of the team's working other than Hertz is bad. So uh, Wentz has looked terrible and I need him to just play just a little bit better, not great, but better. So like be a 15th pick, 18th pick, I don't know, something like that. Preferably just good enough to not get pulled out of the lineup for 75% of snaps. Um, Miami has not looked good as I, I mean, I kind of called this. I I said Miami's a year out. I think they're going to be a year out still. I think even with Tua right now, you're getting the same Miami. Like Brissett's not playing bad football. I think everyone's like, oh, if Tua was there, we'd be better. It's it's not it. I think you're, you're screwed either way. They have the talent. It's just young and raw. So I just think they're just a year away. My start, though, is Waddle. Um, it appears he is the true number one. 13 targets last game, albeit that game did go to overtime. Uh, but I think you can pretty much count eight targets for him at least. So that's seven catches, hopefully, uh, if not more. And Brissett kind of clung on to him there at the end. So even with Fuller back, Waddle still had himself a day, although Fuller is injured again. Surprise, surprise. Um he should be playing. I'm not saying he's out. I'm just saying he got it banged up a little bit. Um, my sit is every Colt except for the running backs. Your wide receivers are too inconsistent. Wentz is too inconsistent. I understand if you want to start Pittman, it seemed like Wentz was clinging to him for a little bit there, but you're, you're not getting the week-to-week basis out of this. Uh, I think the running backs are the point makers here. I think Hines has earned a flex, at least a flex play at this point, uh, especially the way they've been using him. So I would, he could go out there and get five or 25 and there's really no in between. I mean, you're getting one of those two Taylor, obviously we've talked about needs to be more involved. I think Wentz not being terrible help a little bit, but uh, it it is unfortunate what's been going on, but I think you don't sit Jonathan Taylor. You you drafted them is what it is. Um, And this is a, this is a kind of a general concept that I've talked to touched on a little bit, but stop not using your running back just because you're losing just as a, general blanket statement to the NFL, the Eagles, the Colts, the bears, the every team, the Patriots last week, just use your running backs. You, you got them, give them 15 carries. If, if, if they can't get anything on that 15, if they get, if they get 25 yards on those 15 carries, absolutely cut it out of the game plan. Just throw the ball, but you need to switch it around. I don't like, this goes back to me and Billy. Why do you keep, why am I a better play caller than you Two two runs to Sanders what 10 rushes to Jonathan Taylor. Like you have these great running backs and you're wasting them. Like just give them the ball, like make that your game plan from the start. If it doesn't work, fuck it. Go to the pass. What do you have to lose? 40 yards and one three and out. All right, I'm done. 
Fair enough. I agree a, with you. That was a tight five minutes you had there, but it's good. Well, that one won't be on one of the featured videos, but I needed to get it out of, off my chest. I'm glad that you got that off your chest. That's, that's what this is about. It's a little therapy sesh, I guess, for NFL teams. Um, all right. I got two games left. I will start with Dallas Carolina, which is a sneaky good game. Two and one versus three and zero. Oh. Uh, Carolina's defense, shockingly good. I think we call all three of us on this podcast called it that that defense was going to be better than people thought. People are starting to come around to us. Dallas, sneaky good defense. Kind of shocked. Um, however, my start for this game, Dallas wide receivers. So J.C. Horn hit the IR for the Panthers. They traded for C.J. Henderson from the Jaguars. Um, they said he's going to play this week. Matt Rule did. Uh, Smart. Not sure that, I'm not sure that he's going to be fully – prepared for the game so i think you're still comfortable starting amari rogers still comfortable starting cd lamb probably i don't know um i don't think you can start either tight end but i think the wide receivers you should be good with um i sit for this game is sam darnold sammy d i think it comes to an end this week i think the uh dallas defense is probably going to be the best defense they've played so far i don't think they've played a good defense and I don't think Sam Darnold is going to look good in this game. I think Dallas is going to have his number. Um, and my stop is actually just stopped out in the defenses. They're good. If you have, I, I'm sure everybody has the Panthers defense and team defense. I'm sure that you picked up either the Panthers or the Dallas Cowboys by now. But if not, don't doubt it. I mean, Dallas went against Tom Brady and still ended up a somewhat respectable game. And I think that they've got a legit team and a legit defense. And same with Carolina. I think that's the strong point of that team. They're not looking to do anything flashy or splashy on offense. They're just looking to play good defense and just enough on offense to win the football game. That's all I got. I agree with you, man. Yeah. You nailed that one. 100%. Right, 100%. All right, so we're going to fly over to Denver and go to the Mile High Stadium. Um, it's going trapped to be in the airport forever. Sorry, my apologies. Oh, man, do you see the tunnels and all the... No, just anytime you ever go to Dallas, you pretty much have weather, even if it's the summer. You mean Denver? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So anyway, <laughs> with the... <laughs> Hey, uh, did you see the tunnels and all the uh, the crazy? I have. It's very odd. I listened to there. a couple podcasts about the conspiracy theory about the Denver yeah, it's airport. Kind of creepy, right? right I, to the government I'm not building lie. downtown. I, exactly. I, there yeah. is something odd there. It's a lot bigger than it's supposed to be. I'm not really sure why. Aliens. Aliens. Hey, this should be a pretty entertaining game. Um, I don't anticipate being a high scoring affair, but there's a good chance that it could turn into a shootout. Um, I know that's very contradictory, but that's the way these two teams play. There's really no in-between there. Um, Denver's defense is kind of built to contain a guy like Lamar, but they're not going to shut him down at all. Um, I don't see him having an obnoxious rushing game, but again, it's Lamar Jackson. No one's ever figured him out. I love Cortland Sutton for this game, and I love Mark Andrews for this game. Those are my two guys. Um, If Brandon Williams is out, uh, Javante Williams is having his first 100-yard game. I'm not going to say two touchdowns this week. It's going to be one, but I am all over this dude, and I'm going to keep being all over him until the breakout happens. So it'll be fun. Um, so my start for this week is Javante. My sit mm-hmm. is Hollywood scared of the football Brown. Yep. And my stop is giving the ball to flipping Melvin Gordon. He is not the future anymore. <laughs> Denver wins. I'm done. 
I love it. Yeah. Well, I, the, I think they like their two two backs thing. The, they have going. the thing is, is I saw a stat actually, and Javante Williams, forty four percent of his carries have been in trash time. So so far, when the game is on the line, Melvin Gordon is getting the ball like seventy five percent. So. I, I I'm not excited about Javante as an owner yet. I think he's got the chance. And then that fumble on the goal line, I don't think it necessarily hurts him, but it's definitely not good for him. Um, no, I but mean, first and wait till they play on the, on the end zone, Melvin Gordon gets, it gets stuffed immediately. Next play Javante right in the end zone. I mean, it's going to start happening more and more. Yeah, so, it will. yeah, there's going to be a dual backfield, and he's honestly been serviceable as a you know fill-in kind of situation. Um, I'd be excited if he was my third, preferably fourth running back at the moment, but eventually it's going to be him. I just think that right now you ride Melvin Gordon like all day until it's over, especially because they haven't been in a close game yet. They played three of the worst teams. Oh, they're all zero and nine records mm-hmm. t- together. So I, I just I don't know. I, I'm excited about. Melvin Gordon this week, honestly, all over. And then Javante, I'm a little tempered about. Okay. All right. Well, one game left. Um, Cleveland versus Minnesota. Um, the battle of the terrible defensive backfields. So Greg Newsom is going to be out for Cleveland, and that was the only competent quarterback cornerback that they had. So it's really in Minnesota. Woof. Patrick Peterson, Rashawn Breland, my guys. What are we doing? So I think I'm starting both the Minnesota wide receivers, obviously. Don't have to really talk about that. But I am going to start Kareem Hunt and OBJ. I think they'll both be fine in this game. Uh, Kareem Hunt has kind of been on the fence. He had good game first week, bad game second week, good game last week. And I think that that should be how it is going forward. They should just keep with the two-back set. Uh, Jarvis Landry still not going to be back. OBJ came back, was serviceable in his game. Um, against the Bears, and I think this will be a good game for OBJ to maybe to have a breakout, you know, show you why you drafted him middle of the pack, and I think he's, you're going to get good return on investment. Uh, my sit for this game, so it's kind of a uh, got a little asterisk next to it. Um, if it's Mattinson and not Cook, you're not starting Mattinson. This is not a good game for him against that Cleveland run defense. Cook, you're not going to have a choice because you probably don't have a better option. So you're going to have to throw Cook in there. And I think Cook could probably overcome. But the Cleveland defense is really good against the run, and Mattinson's just not going to cut it against them, I don't think. Kirk Cousins is going to have to throw big Justin Jefferson game, big uh, Thielen game. And this gets me to stop stop starting K.J. Osborne because I'm not sure that you're going to know when he is going to break out this Probably would be a good KJ Osborne game, but it also might not be because Jefferson and Thielen might be getting all of the run. So I would keep him on your bench. You picked him up because he had that big week, and then you're not going to be able to start him. I don't, the problem is, I don't think you're, when are you going to know to feel comfortable to start him? So for me, I would just, just stop starting him for now, keep him on the bench. If, especially if Jefferson or Thielen gets hurt. You've got a potential wide receiver two sitting there. This is this is big though because honestly, anyone who is a Madison owner at this point is starting him no matter what. If he start if he's the starting running back, so I just think if you picked him up before the Cook like Cook owner did, and he's like one of just one of your backs that you have, I would not go with him this week. Or maybe try to flip him to the Cook owner. This would be a good week. A to good do move. That. 
because I am a cook owner in one league and I own Madison in another league, which is really funny. So I was like, yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all we got for game previews this week. Um, good. De- there's some decent games in there, hidden in there. There's some a few clunkers, but there's some good stuff hidden in there, especially uh, Dallas. Car- you know, both all the primetime games should be fun. Um, I don't think it's going to be relatively close on Sunday night, but at least the game itself will be fun just with everything happening. And then Monday night football should be a good one again. I don't know if you've ever, everybody's been watching the Manning cast. Definitely tune into that. It is the one of the best things on going. I right love that Eli Manning flipped the double bird on. Yes, television. It's, it's been fantastic. Yeah. Each week I, so far. I did not watch it. I'm a little upset. I didn't. Oh, it. I, I've watched it two out of the three. It's they're great. I, I they're perfect to. It looks like it's like you're watching the game with them, and then they'll bring in guests like famous people to like watch it with them. But they don't like just breaking down the game. They're just like chit chatting and stuff. It's a lot of fun. I'd so, rather see that than some of the announcers we've seen. Now oh, here's wow. a guy. I think that's going to be how it is going forward. Something like to that effect. The problem is you got to get chemistry, and since they're brothers, they are kind of born with chemistry. So I don't know how you I don't know how like Fox like duplicates that. We got chemistry. So, Let's go do it. When Brady finally I would be down. A Brady and Breeze pot. Uh, oh, I was thinking Brady Gronk. Brady Gronk. That'd be oh, awesome. No. I mean, no, how Gronk awesome is would that so be? terribly spoken. It would just be stupid. Oh, but it would be fun. You're there for fun. Like that's the thing. Eli's that's not fair. there to break anything down. He's just having fun, flipping birds and making fun of uh, Peyton the entire time. That's fair. Okay, well, follow us at everywhere um, that you have socials, Twitter. Uh, we, I was going to say Instagram. We don't have an Instagram. Um, Discord and TikTok, TikTok. for sure. Well, we and, have follow, plenty, and, and listen to us if you haven't already, because this is the podcast. But listen plenty to of us. clips. Yes, part one should be the first of the episode that was right before this one. So hopefully you listened to that one before you got to this one. But if not, check it out. Started, right, we started our first podcast back yep. in May. Go all, go all the way back and listen to Josh's post-it note story. That's yeah. that's where the podcast Actually, I'm not going to lie. The post-it note story was phenomenal. It I'm was phenomenal. i my own horn. All right, Joe. Get us out of here. Guys, it's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoy the games this week. We know we will, and we will be back next week better than ever. <laughs>